This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining Dawson's tushy now, and it makes me smile. Now, Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies' curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now. We got you, baby. Let's get real. No one has time for cold sores, especially when you're juggling weddings, holiday parties, and work functions. If you suffer from cold sores, fever blisters, and outbreaks caused by the herpes virus, Azurex is an all-natural homeopathic treatment that will change your life. Just apply it topically as soon as you feel that familiar first tingle. And when you have an active outbreak, Azurex will soothe the pain and help you heal faster. Order today and use code HELP to save 20% at azzurx.com. Love it or your money back guaranteed. Stop a cold sore before it starts and heal an outbreak faster. Order Azurex today. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. Help! We suck at being newlyweds with Dean Ungler, Halen Miller Keys, and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to an all new episode of Help! We suck at being newlyweds. We have an incredible guest on with us today. It is none other than Jade herself. Thanks for coming on. Hi, thank you for having me. Congrats, by the way. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. And I'm happy to have you on here. You've been married for seven years. So yes. seven years. <laughs> Holy sh**. I know. That's crazy. Wow. It feels, it feels like forever. Like we've been married. Like I can't even re- remember life before marriage now, but it also goes by so quickly. Is it weirder to think of life before marriage or life before kids? Definitely life before kids, because that changes everything, right? Yeah. So well, getting married, especially. <laughs> right. Three, three I mean, will do it to you. <laughs> three is a whole different ballgame. But I mean, getting married, if you've known each other for a while or you've lived with each other for a while, it really doesn't change that much, right? So it's more the kids, I think, that's the big game changer, because then your life revolves more around raising children. So. Wait, oh. did you just have, wait, when was your seven year anniversary? Was it January? Mm-hmm. January 24th. Yeah. Wow. Holy I know. crap. That was seven was, years ago, that wedding? Yeah. And I saw yesterday for, or I guess for Valentine's Day, um, that's seven years ago is when the episode aired. Yep. And I got, I got like a little timeline reminder. I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe, I forgot that it aired on Valentine's Day. That's right. I forgot about too. That was during Ben's, that was like the 20th anniversary special. 
Yeah, yeah. When and you and Ashley had a nice little cameo. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's all Alon's fault. It's always Alon's fault. Um that's uh, yeah, 7 years ago. I'll never forget mm-hmm. the moment where JJ came to sit, sit at the table and he was cuz they were teasing us about uh your first song featuring uh a celebrity musician. And JJ was like, dude, seal is singing their first song we we're like seal is here that is awesome and then of course he came out singing kiss by a rose i was like wow this is the coolest thing ever oh god what a day yeah it was pretty epic did you know it was going to be seal or was that a surprise to you guys too i can't remember no so matt nathanson sang when i walked down the aisle and we knew that one but elon was like oh, i want to keep it a surprise for you who's going to be like your first song is husband and wife and but i i don't know if you remember but our wedding was um stalled by two hours and that's why everybody was so drunk by the time i walked down the aisle <laughs> because they were just feeding everybody liquor and i heard it was because seal was like giving them drama he was like in the bathroom and refusing to come out and didn't want to play for us oh my god what? Yeah, something. There was some kind of drama. So, um, but then obviously it worked out. And it wouldn't be a Bachelor special episode if there wasn't drama. You yeah, know, right. really just fits the mold. Do you do you ever regret having it on television? Or are you happy you did it? Um, like little pieces that I regret. So obviously, it was amazing. It was a beautiful wedding. Um, I don't think I could have asked for anything more that way. But having it be a production, even though they made it feel more like a wedding than a TV set, there's just things that I wish I would have gotten more of. Like we didn't, I I thought we would have had a videographer, which I should have asked for, Mm -hmm. but I thought we were going to have more wedding footage. So I was like, they'll take care of that for me. But Mm -hmm. I literally don't have any wedding footage of our wedding besides what aired on television. And some of our vows are cut out. Like there's just things that I wish that we would have had that that you get in a normal wedding like the photographer was rushed because they were running behind on production so i don't have as many like wedding photos as i wanted and Mm -hmm. and things like things like that but i mean they they paid for all of our family all of our friends to come out to california and so like yeah so i mean i can't complain because they footed the whole thing But it's just like now i'm seven years married and on our anniversary we don't even have like anything true that we can watch back besides what was produced as a show, yeah, that's which right. is, which is like chunks of our wedding throughout, you know, it's like little scenes. So with like drama sprinkled yeah. into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like people asking, like, like people, like I remember Chris Harrison was asking people to do the Mesnick. So like people were like doing like a fake cry and there was like the top villains and like all these things that were kind of sprinkled into that episode. And so it wasn't like just about, our wedding so yeah yeah do you think for your tenure you would have like a vow renewal slash redo not a redo wedding but like a sort of ceremony i always like the idea but people always say that's like the killer of marriages and to never do a vow renewal <laughs> why <laughs> though i don't get it because ashley says that too she says she never wants to renew her vows but i don't get yeah why I don't know. I think they just say like, if you're needing to renew your vows, like if it's more about the vows, then maybe your marriage is already going a bad direction. 
so I'm like maybe we'll have more of just like a party you know like another just like I'll wear a wedding dress we'll have a party like my kids will get to be there which I think would be really special so maybe something more like that that's fun we just had Trista on and she had a uh, vow renewal for her 10th and she wants to have another one for her 20th so yeah maybe I should talk yeah I should (laughs) talk to her then because they're like like top-notch relationship goals yeah Yeah, seriously a hundred percent I mean like You know, a vow, of course, is like the biggest promise you can give. But like, you know, I I need to make promises all the time. So like, I don't think there's an issue if I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, let's re. I don't know. I understand why you want to like the idea of not renewing it. You don't have to. But at the same time, like, I think it's also different for you and Tanner, because like you guys said, you didn't have you had this beautiful, incredible wedding. But it was it was also I'm sure if you have an idea, Jade, in your head of like, okay, well, what I would do is this. You can do that now. Right. Yeah. I mean, they did give me everything I asked for. So I I wanted to be married under a weeping willow. And so they didn't like, they married me un- under that like pergola or whatever that thing was. Yeah. But they brought in weeping willows with cranes and put them all around like the wedding venue. So it was like they went above and beyond yeah. on certain things. So that but. is so cool. Yeah. I uh, remember yeah. Matt Nathanson playing. Uh, he played Bill Murray, which that song, oh, it was the I first time I ever song. heard that song. And I'm like, Oh my God, this song is awesome. And now I listen to it all the time. It's so good. We play it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, would you consider that your wedding song or would you consider kiss by a rose your wedding song? Um, I feel like I have a more emotional attachment to to Bill Murray, mm-hmm. but I mean, there's it's it's just epic to blast "Kiss by a Rose," you know, and just it's I don't know. It is such a good one. Damn, it's such a great song. <laughs> just the beginning, like everybody knows that song. Yeah, so good. Uh, yeah, your wedding felt like a wedding. That was mm-hmm. I that that was cool because like we've been lucky enough to go to. I think three filmed weddings, yours, Carly and Evans and um, Chris and Crystal's. And I yeah, like by far your guys felt like the most wedding of the weddings. Yeah. I felt bad because Chris and Crystal's, you know, unfortunately they didn't work out, but their wedding, it felt like a TV show. I, re- I remember that. So much drama. Yeah. I felt if- bad. It felt like they set up the scene just for the drama and like yes. the wedding was the background. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. It didn't yeah. feel like it it just felt, yeah. Felt like TV show. Yeah. But what are you gonna do? I mean, it, it was a TV show. <laughs> like so, <laughs> you know, if the shoe fits. Um, so you have obviously been married for seven years. You have three kids, potentially wanting a fourth. Uh mm-hmm. so what is Listen, we're gonna we're, we're we're talking about dating. We're talking about everything. So you can answer any question with as much discretion as you'd like. How do you guys get alone, intimate time with three kids running around the oh house? Because it's difficult enough with one child. I can't imagine adding two more to the mix. Yeah, for one, I do want to normalize. I saw this statistic the other day about like how much sex couples are having after they have a baby, mm-hmm. and it varies a lot. But there's I don't think people are having as much sex as society likes to like create because there is this whole new transition of um, a baby in your life. And it it does change everything. And it does change a little bit of the dynamics of your relationship. 
But for us, what really works, because it's definitely like important to us to keep that physical intimacy. And I think there are other ways that you can be intimate with your partner, too, that don't have to be sex that can keep you close after a baby. Um, but we schedule sex and I have talked about it before and people, some people think it's crazy, but it's really what works for us. So, um, we try to come up with a number that works for, for us and what makes my, my husband feel at least somewhat satisfied. I mean, I know if like, I was like, Hey, let's have more sex. He would be like, yeah, yeah, baby, let's go, you know, (laughs) but we schedule it. And so we have a night and sometimes it's loose. Sometimes the night doesn't work and we're fine with it. We don't try to put pressure on it, but we put the kids to bed. And, um, sometimes Emmy has a hard time going to bed, um, earlier. So mm-hmm. we just have to make it work. There's been times where she's almost walked in the door at intimate times, but, uh, <laughs> oh, God. There's definitely, definitely been those moments where we were like, Holy crap, like pull the, pull the, comforter over yeah, but... we're gonna traumatize our daughter <laughs> but it's it's something that we're trying to prioritize in our relationship because we want to have a healthy marriage and we want our kids to like see a healthy marriage so yeah. it's for us and it's also oddly for them no that makes sense it's the same thing with ashley and i where we have to schedule it's like all right tuesday <laughs> like right you know you're not you're like you're not going to be at Audrey's all that much, and so because it's it's and so like you put the kid to bed, and then you're like, all right, like uh, let's you know, she like goes to do her thing for a minute, and then I'll like freshen up, and then here we go. But you're right, you have to schedule it. There's no like impromptu anymore, and it's tough too yeah. because like you said, when you have kids, things change intimacy wise, but also like I don't feel as good as I once did. Like I don't work out as much. I don't eat as healthy as I once did. Ashley's body changed for a while and then she still like doesn't work out as much. And it's just like, we're always covered in drool and, you know, baby food and just Mm -hmm. changing diapers. Like yesterday, like I picked Dawson up and he had like a little poop on the outside of his diaper and it got on my arm. And it's like, you just don't feel sexy anymore. So it's hard. It's not easy. (laughs) I agree. And, and it's, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, it's not spontaneous anymore and maybe that's not like sexy but it, it's still something i feel like if you're not i don't know it just needs to be a priority in some ways but i also do think that it's so natural for a woman especially hormonally to go through those shifts and so it, it's it's hard like i don't want people to feel like oh i'm not having sex right now after having kids or having a baby like i want that to be normalized too the, like as long as you and your partner are communicating and that, like I said, there's other ways to be like intimate with your partner. Like for me, I like, I really need conversation with Tanner. Like I need to talk about things that aren't children that aren't like, you know, like things that I'm already like mentally overloaded with yeah. and that makes me feel close to him. So. Well, that's nice to hear. Yeah. It's, you need that adult time. Even last night we went out to dinner. So we made the So, well, so on Valentine's day, we went out to dinner. And we went out to dinner as a family. So my parents made reservations. So it was my parents, my brother-in-law, my sister, their daughter, and then me and Ashley with Dawson. And first of all, I I'm the I'm the definition of the person who hates going out on Valentine's Day because it's such amateur <laughs> hour. Because everybody who never goes out goes out on Valentine's Day. So it's packed, it's crowded. People that never leave the house are leaving the house, and they're just the worst. 
And so I'm like, we let's celebrate a different time. But anyway, we went out to dinner. It was yeah. nice. But like you said, it's impossible to have adult conversations when there's children at the table because you're always just focusing. Like even when I try to listen, my other eye and so is Ashley's. We're always like watching Dawson because he's like grabbing things. He broke a pepper shaker yesterday because it was just like out of it was barely in his reach. And he just like grabbed it for a second and just threw it. And we're like, oh, and then he's like grabbing plates. So it's like impossible <laughs> to have adult time. Mm -hmm. And I I was thinking about that last yeah. night, exactly what you talked about, where it's like, man, I wish as much as I love having the kids here, I, I wish we got a babysitter for the kids so we could actually sit down and just like talk because you need that adult conversation. Yeah, I, I think that's something Tanner and I have kind of realized is we need to hire a babysitter more for date nights mm -hmm. because we we rely a lot on his mom. And she's only a, she has a very limited availability. And he's like, well, we should be doing this more. We should be doing this more. But it's too hard with kids. I was like, it is not. We just don't prior prioritize going on dates by just hiring somebody else, you know? Yeah. yeah. And getting out there and having those adult conversations and getting to just be a couple. How much would you have to vet the person in order for them to become a babysitter of your kids? That's the problem, right? Yeah, because I think about you, because you just said, like, Tanner, it's not that hard. We just need to hire a babysitter. And I'm like, yeah. something tells me that Jade would be much more nervous about the babysitter than Tanner. Yeah. <laughs> it is hard. It is hard to trust somebody to take care of your child who you love and adore and want to be taken care of a certain way. It's There's some surrender in it, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's also like, I'm going to turn on the Furbo and make sure i'm watching oh yeah oh watching the living room or you know like the dog cameras come in handy for watching the babysitter and the kid interact like <laughs> making sure that everything's going smoothly <laughs> yeah i always tell them i'm like there's a nanny cam right here but oh yeah there's a dog kid the dog cameras on like there's it's very visible they know mm -hmm. that we're watching yeah <laughs> <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining Dawson's tushy now, and it makes me smile. Now, Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies' curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now. We got you, baby. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. Don't let a cold sore ruin your plans. Stop it before it even starts with Azurex, your secret weapon against cold sores, fever blisters, and outbreaks caused by the herpes virus. 
Azurex is a 100% all-natural homeopathic treatment designed to stop outbreaks at the first sign or heal them quickly. Just apply it topically when you feel that first tingle of an onset. And if you miss the first sign, Azurex will still soothe the discomfort and help you heal faster. Order yours today, because let's get real. No one has time for cold sores, especially when you're juggling weddings, holiday events, and work functions. Cold sores always pop up at the worst time because they are often caused by stress. Use code HELP to save 20% on your Azurex order today at Azurex.com. A-Z-Z-U-R-X.com. That's A-Z-Z-U-R-X.com. Stop a cold sore in its tracks. Heal faster and reclaim your confidence. Love it or your money back guaranteed. Jade, if you could describe your relationship in one word with Tanner when you first were newlyweds. I know I'm putting you on the spot right now, but I want you to describe your relationship in one word with you and Tanner when you guys were first newlyweds. And I want you to describe your relationship in one word right now. And I'm curious what word you would use. If you would use the same word, if you'd use, di- I would imagine it would probably be different words. Um, but what word comes to mind? I want to say just like more spontaneous. We were just having fun. Like we, we were, we got married early. We only knew yeah, each other did. for seven months. So we were still in that like really, I mean, we knew each other and we knew we wanted to get married and, and, and everything, but we were still really getting to know each other. So I still think it was more exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, but also he went back to work. Um, and after, after we got married or after the bachelor, I guess, bachelorette for him. And so he was working like 60 hours a week. So he was busy too, but it just felt like we always were just having, we were just always spontaneous. Like on the days he had off, we were just doing fun stuff together. Yeah. And what about now? (laughs) So spontaneous, we'll say, is the word you're going to use for Nuleodes, which I like. And if you had to use one word right now. Chaos. (laughs) (laughs) That is pretty accurate. Surviving. (laughs) I know. You guys just, I mean, when we were there, I remember talking to Ashley. She was, so when we went to your house, because, you know, with three kids and then you add Dawson in that mix, it's just like constantly all over the time. And she was like, I want to be able to like talk to Tanner and Jade, you know, and hang out with them. But it's like, well, of course we can and we want to, but it's it's tough because it's like we got kids running around everywhere. And so, yeah, you guys are in constant chaos. Yeah, I know. I, I, I think it's kind of funny when you guys were here we were all just sitting on the floor in the playroom and mm-hmm. just letting like little, little toys being chucked around our heads. Oh, yeah, just kids so jumping we could, behind us. Just so we could sit and chat. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but it worked. Yeah, got to do what you got to do. Like you said, survival mode. But mm-hmm. then, so you're talking about survival mode, but when we were there, you were very open about, I want a fourth kid. I Oh, yeah, I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's just something in like my heart of hearts that feels like there's just one more kid out there that will complete our family. And it just feels that way to me. But also at the same time, Tanner and I talk because Reed is two Mm -hmm. and he's really getting to the point where he's, he's not a baby. He's a little more independent. He's starting to like become his own, more of his own person. And so it's like, we're almost getting to the point where we, we're at, we're almost out of the diapers. We're almost out of like the sleep, the sleep issues um, and everything. And, and then so soon he's like, they'll all be in school, which is crazy. 
Yeah, he can go to school um, next year. So for preschool and part time. Um, so I think Tanner sees the light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> but I told him, I was like, I kind of see it the opposite way because we're almost the era of like 24-7 parental chauffeur because there'll be kid events, there's kid games, there's like friends, friend like social circle things going on. Like we'll just be constantly driving our kids to their little lives. I don't feel like there's much of a light at the end of the tunnel. I was like, I don't know. I feel like we're entering just as busy of an era. So why not just have a little nugget that I just like pack in the baby carrier and carry it around everywhere? You're really selling this. You're, you're, you're making it sound logistically like, yeah, that could work. Think about it. Cause like you're making it sound like Tanner, when they're at, we're going to have no, it's going to feel like we have no kids. So might as well just add one more to the pile. Cause then we'll just have one. Well, kind of. Yeah. When they're in school at least, but then yeah. also like, we'll just be going to baseball games and basketball games and dance recitals. Like we'll just be busy parents anyway. That's not like we're just going to, I think he thinks once the kids are in school, we'll just have so much more time together. I'm like, mm -hmm. I feel like it's going to be just as busy. So Throw another one in there. <laughs> did you always know, Jade, that you were going to be this motherly? Like, did you mm. feel before you had, because you are the most like loving and endearing and just um, hardworking, hard but like there's a word that I, I can't think of, but like you are just like, you're just a, an incredible mom. And so did you, you always know did you always feel like you you were going to be this person or were you nervous before you had kids? Like, am, am I going to be, be this? Am I going to be a good mom? Yeah. Um, I don't, I think maybe when I was younger, I always wanted to be a mom, but, um, before I met Tanner, I really didn't know if I wanted kids. I really didn't know if I wanted to get married. And I think it was just because my parents were divorced. They got divorced when I was 23. And so I was like an adult child of divorce and it really like rocked my whole like, I guess, idea of marriage. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I certainly don't want that. And I don't want my kids to ever have to feel this. And so I think I was like, I don't know if I even want to go through that. And I that was more of me just healing, I think, and growing as a person. Because once I met Tanner, I was like, I could see myself having a family with this man. And then when we got pregnant, I was instantly, I was like that woman that was like instantly connected with mm -hmm. Emerson. Like it was so, I told, I'm going to get, I, you guys, I get emotional talk about this stuff. <laughs> I almost cry, I swear to God, on every podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I've, I've told Ashley before, like it was such a spiritual experience for me with Emmy, um, which I didn't really have with my other two pregnancies for some reason it was just maybe that's what maybe i was, it was meant because to she was a girl yeah maybe or maybe it was just like it was just meant to be that moment for me just yeah. to heal for healing i don't know but it from then it was just like i don't know it takes over and i love i love i love being a mom i it would be weird to think about myself not being a mom now oh yeah no. I feel like these days you see people like you just don't see a bunch of siblings running around anymore. So you'll see like a parent have one or two and they're like, I'm done. I'm done. So to see you see to hear you say I want to have more is really sweet. 
Oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, I think statistically people are having less children. It's just kind of society, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I told you, I'm just like, maybe I'm just like the weird one that's like, I'll take another baby. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. yeah you're not the weird one. <laughs> I told you, Jared, too, when you guys were here, it's just, I think about the future and I think about us as older and my children as adults and like wanting to have like a tight knit, big family. So like Christmases and Thanksgivings and everything, it's just like, I just see like lots of kids and mm-hmm. lots of, I don't know, that's, it's something that I like, obviously so, I can't predict what my children do, but it's something I see in my head. Yeah. Oh, trust me. I, you know, when I think about my childhood and being, sur- so I have one sibling, but you know, we had three cousins that we were super close with. And so it'd be kind of like almost like five of us at Christmas and Thanksgiving, which created such more of like a family dynamic. Cause then you have my parents, and my aunt and uncle and like, you know, there's like their cousins come over that we saw. So there was always a house full. And so that is very enticing. Like, I love that. And I understand when you were talking about it, I totally understand where you come from, which is why I wouldn't want an only child. But man, it's so tough to separate, um, you know, the struggle you have with with a newborn versus the payoff that happens later on. And we're we're really getting into the payoff stage uh, with Dawson because, you know, I, I've talked about this on the podcast before where uh, like a lot of my buddies were like, when you first meet your kid, there's going to be this overwhelming feeling of love that you've never felt in your entire life. And to be honest, when I was in the delivery room and I saw Dawson for the first time, like as incredible of a moment as that was, I'd be lying if I said I was smacked in the face with this love and this feeling and this spiritual moment that you know, I've never felt before. I didn't get that. And I remember thinking like, I'm a psycho. It's confirmed. I'm psychotic <laughs> because I don't feel like I love him. But now I have a love for Dawson that is just, you know, I think about it's I, I'm the I think about every time I walk down the stairs, like if I slip, like I would I like I would I would just die for him. You know what I mean? Like I would do whatever I need to do to make sure that Dawson is safe and protected. And like the love that I have for that kid is so greater now than I've ever felt in my entire life towards anybody. And I love Ashley more than so much, but like the love I have for Dawson is different. My point being is like, it's getting to that stage now where I'm like, yeah, like I would love to have another one of these, you know? Yeah. But man, going through the nine months of pregnancy, poor Ashley, like I can't believe she wants to do it with how rough her pregnancy was. And it's like, all right, Ash, like that's nine, another nine months plus a kid and then another year of just like life being chaos but you're right there is a payoff to it so it's like son of a bitch what do you do what do you do <laughs> um you know it's 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 just all worth it <laughs> it is uh, it is worth it no you're you're you right it sounds so easy <laughs> but she's oh, she's not wrong I mean, my house is a mess. Um, I never really have time for myself. <laughs> like, it's not definitely, it's definitely not easy. The patience you have to have with children is next level. But it's just, like you said, it's just the most beautiful, deep, unreal love that you get for your kids. It's like you said, I love Tanner, but my children are like my soul. I don't know. So it's like. Yeah, they're a piece of you know. that's out into the world. Yeah. 
And it's like you have it. There's such a deep responsibility to um, to protect them and make sure they're safe and secure and happy and loved. And so it's it's this interesting how I don't know. It's just such more of a deeper love. Yeah, and I think it's deeper for. Um, if I'm being honest, my opinion is I just think it's deeper for moms than it is for dads. Like I love Dawson so much, but the idea of you know, and I'm so connected to him, but I can see how connected Dawson and Ashley are. Yeah. Um, maybe it's a mother son thing. Cause people told me that, that like, boy, you know, there's going to be mama's boys and daddy's girls, but I don't know. Like I see you with your kids and, and Ashley with Dawson and my friends with their kids. And like, there's just something about a mom and probably because they like literally life grew inside of you. Yeah. Um, it's just different. Do you feel like some of your kids um, are closer to you and some are closer to Tanner? Just in different ways. I, They're all closer to Jade. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely more of their safe place, I think. You know, if they get hurt, it's obvious I'm the default parent. So they've come to me. Um, I, but they have such a – they have more of a playful – even though I think I'm a fun mom. They they have a playful uh, relationship more with Tanner. Mm. And so it's just a different relationship He's a little bit more of the law layer, though, too. Like he, he's a little bit more stern than I am. Where I'm like more of like I try to do more like gentle parenting, but it's good. It's a good balance because they need that those boundaries too and those like firm. I don't want to say like laws, but like things that they need to follow. Um, but I think we're. I don't know. I would say they're probably closer to me, but. <laughs> I think as they grow up more and Tanner's, I think he is going to excel more at being like the dad of kids than the dad of babies. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they'll have like really special bonds with him that I won't be able to really provide. So, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I could see D- Tanner definitely being the dad who's going to all the events and whether it be sporting events or dance recitals or things like that. I can see Tanner being, um, yeah, like you said, more of a kid dad than a baby dad. And I, cause I yeah. think I have some of that as well. Like I love Dawson as a baby and I'm, I love being with him, but like I went to the gym the other day and there was a dad and his son and his son was probably 10 years old and his dad, he was working out with his dad. And, uh, that gets me like really excited. Like the fact, like a oh, wild, wow, like Dawson and I, like I, I, and like the kid also, I think I related to the kid. He was a little overweight. And I remember like me being a kid and being overweight and then looking at my dad and like my dad trying to show me how to like work out or like get exercise or like play catch or, you know, I, I think uh, I'm very excited for those moments where like I get to be like, you know, I'm going to be his dad and like he's going to be hanging out with his dad. That's what I'm excited about. Um, yeah. 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 The last like, three or four minutes of the Super Bowl game when it was like down to the wire. Emmy was having so much fun with Tanner watching and she was cheering and she was screaming and she was like chatting about every single play, like asking what was happening. And I could tell Tanner's face was like lit up, not only because the game was like what was going to happen in the game, but also because I think it was this moment of connection for them. Yeah. And so I think that's really like, like when I think of you too, I think that's more like when dads excel. You know, like where I'm more like, actually, I will go answer my child in the middle of the night every time they cry. Like, it's just in me. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely not in Tanner. He, <laughs> you know, like we're just kind of we're just wired different, I think. Yeah, I agree. And sports were always, uh, a, you know, it's so generic to say, it, but it's true. They were such a big part of my bond with my dad growing up. 
it was a way for him to teach me about life without directly yeah. saying it to me, you know, about hard work and dedication and finishing what you start and trying your best. And, you know, even if you lose, it's okay if you just did all you could do. And I mean, I hope I get to experience that with Dawson, but obviously it's whatever Dawson wants to do. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining... Dawson's tushy now, and it makes me smile. Now, Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies' curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now. We got you, baby. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. Don't let a cold sore ruin your plans. Stop it before it even starts with Azurex, your secret weapon against cold sores, fever blisters, and outbreaks caused by the herpes virus. Azurex is a 100% all-natural homeopathic treatment designed to stop outbreaks at the first sign or heal them quickly. Just apply it topically when you feel that first tingle of an onset. And if you miss the first sign, Azurex will still soothe the discomfort and help you heal faster. Order yours today. Because let's get real, no one has time for cold sores, especially when you're juggling weddings, holiday events, and work functions. Cold sores always pop up at the worst time because they are often caused by stress. Use code HELP to save 20% on your Azurex order today at Azurex.com. A-Z-Z-U-R-X.com. That's A-Z-Z-U-R-X.com. Stop a cold sore in its tracks. Heal faster and reclaim your confidence Love it or your money back guaranteed. Kaylin, I wanted to ask you, you know, Jan and I have been talking about kids and starting a family. How do you, I've asked Dean about this. We talk about it, Dean, all, all the time with Dean settling down and having kids. How do you feel about your future with Dean. Do you see yourself having kids, a big family? I know Dean, because Dean is such a wild card. Who the hell? I know. It's like, I feel like he changes his mind every <laughs> I week. I don't even know. Exactly. So like, where do you see yourself heading with Dean? Well, I loved what you said, Jade, because I, and Dean brings this up to me all the time. Like, I don't know if I want to have kids. I always saw myself being a mom growing up. And then the older I got, I was like, oh, this is like a lot of work and a lot of pressure. Um, but also. I just like, I can't see us not having kids, but Dean, he's always like, if you are so hot and cold about kids, doesn't that worry you? But I also know like I'm 27. I'm not quite ready to get pregnant. 
but I think we would have two kids, two to three. I'm also terrified of pregnancy. There's like a lot that I'm nervous about, but it's exciting as well. Yeah. I mean, it's so hard because it's something you've never done before, right? It's this whole new experience. And I feel like that's kind of scary in itself. Like, um, and I don't know, but I think, I think it's, it's sort of like whatever is meant to be will be for you. And I think there's beauty in couples who don't have kids. I think there's beauty in couples who do have kids. So I don't know. I think I'm just, I'm excited for you either way. And I think you would be an amazing mother. So thank you. yeah, I, you have, I can just, you have like, I don't know. I haven't met you, but I just feel like everything I've like heard about you and seen about you, you just have a very gentle presence. So thank you. I appreciate that. How long did you guys wait to have kids? How long were you married? Um, so we were married a year. Okay. And decided to start trying. And we got pregnant on, I think, like the second month we started trying. So it was actually really fast. I don't think we expected to get pregnant so quickly. Um, so we were, so by the time Emmy was born, we were married a little bit over a year and a half. Oh, wow. Um, I think, and not right? to get too into details, but I just got off of birth control, not to try to have kids, just for like, I, my hormones were crazy. But was that a factor too? Um, Not with our first pregnancy. So, cause I've never really done birth control. Um, mm. so I think my body was like kind of balanced in that way, but I experienced what's called like secondary infertility a little bit. Um, where I think my hormones after having Emmy were all over the place and it became actually like more difficult for us to get pregnant with Brooks than we initially thought. So, um, that was definitely like hormones do play a factor for yeah. sure. Yeah. Wow. Dude, you guys just the the women are just powerhouses. The things that you guys have to think about and talk about and worry about. I mean, just like even something as simplistic as and it's not simplistic, but like birth control, you know, that's something yeah. I've never had. I mean, unless obviously, you know, like. <laughs> you know, you know have those Dina's moments ever... in your early day, you know, your twenties where you're like, "Are you oh. on birth control?" Yeah, like, okay, so am I going to ask the question? Are you going to bring it up? Um, but, uh, but like, even like because birth control really, as Caitlin, you even just said it, 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 um, not messes with your body. That's a bad way of describing it because that's a way a man would describe it. Um, but like it just affects you. Like it affects Ashley in different ways. I remember she was very mm-hmm. nervous getting off birth control too because apparently it helped her with her um, acne maybe. Or no, maybe she had to get, mm-hmm. a, I don't know. There's so much that Ashley takes. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's a lot. But I don't know if Dean's talked about this on the podcast, but he really wants to get a vasectomy. And before we have kids, because he hasn't talked about this. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So he wants to get a vasectomy because he doesn't think it's fair that a woman has to take birth control. So then when we're ready to have kids, he would unsniff himself and we would have children. Well, that's very nice of him. But at the same time, like, is there any downside? Does it hurt the potential of having kids if you reverse it? That's what I was like. You we both need to research this more but also i heard there's like there could be pain that's involved if you get a vasectomy and so i was like i don't want you to be in pain just because i i don't know so but him and bob guinea were talking about it you know what i mean yeah yeah but like even after you heal there could potentially be just everyday pain oh god that sounds terrible yeah he should really rethink that 
that area <laughs> of the body is just it's so weird how like I'll never forget the first time I mean just let's be I'll never forget the first time I got kicked in the balls. And for a guy, it's crazy because you get kicked there and immediately my entire body started hurting. Like I got such a stomach ache and then my whole body was hurting. It's just crazy how the body's connected in that particular area of the body. It's just like really sensitive, obviously. Oh, it's, it's a very awakening moment for a man. When that the first time Wait. you get like really injured in that area, you're like, oh my Would God, ever- that was terrible. <laughs> Would you ever get a vasectomy or no? Uh, like sure. years down the road. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'd get it. Actually, I, uh, this is funny enough. When we were at Jane Tanner's, I was talking to Tanner about that. And um, yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah, I, I guess I'd get a vasectomy. I mean, I, again, I don't know too much about it besides, you know, it's a little snip snip. I was under the impression that they either like. No, nu- they have to numb it, obviously. Right. I don't know. Or like put I'm you sure. under. I thought you went under, but I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. So I'd have to research the procedure exactly to know, okay, like doc, what, what is, I'm already getting nervous. I'm hitting the mic. Like what goes on here? What goes on this procedure? But the problem is it is such a double standard because we're talking about us getting like a vasectomy, like, you know, which is, I'm sure traumatizing, but at the same time, you guys, you guys have to go through just to have one kid, what you guys have to go through, not only Cause like with Ashley, like she was tracking her cycle. She knew what days were the best or like what she needed to do, how long it needed to take for her to get off birth control or this medication or that medication. So like, and these, these are things that like, she like spirulacatone. I remember I heard a lot about, which was like for her acne and she couldn't take and like, but it all like, but that was just one thing that she couldn't take while trying to get pregnant. And then she couldn't take it during her entire pregnancy. And then while she was pregnant, like not only dealing with this life growing inside of you guys, kicking, literally kicking you from the inside, which is insane <laughs> to think about. But it's just like you're throwing up, you're sick, you're gaining weight, you're moody, rightfully so. And it's like, damn, you got And like, I'm talking about like this one time I might have to get like a little procedure done just to, you know, and I'm going to complain about that. Such a man thing. (laughs) Anyway. But it's like, it's like the most like, you know, men are, I feel like are obsessed with their man parts though. So it's like your most like prized part of your body, I feel like for a man. So it's like nerve wracking, right? (laughs) Oh, well, of course. I mean, well, I guess, do you think, yeah, I guess women just aren't, I'm sure you're, I don't feel you guys are attached to your boobs as much. I feel like those are, I don't know. Do you think you're more attached? Because, yeah, that guy, that part of a body for a guy is very, like, you know, you're you're very protective over Because all your life, you, it's, like, so much, there's so much discussion around it, especially when it pertains to sex or anything. Like, oh, is it big enough? Or da, 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 and it's just like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> listen, my guy's good. I like my guy. He's my number one player. He's the first guy off the bench. You know, he's, I like him. All right? And so, uh, yeah, I guess it's different because girls don't, uh, you guys aren't that protective. I mean, I think it's just because like for women, it's just like, again, it's it's worth it to you in the way when you have a baby because then it's like my body went through all this for you. And mm-hmm. so it, you kind of like attach it to that. But it's still like, yeah, I mean, it changes our, our whole bodies. So our body never truly goes back to being the same. Um, so I think there's some hard parts of coping with that, you know, um, Oh, I because, believe it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, your vagina is torn up to bits or, <laughs> 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 or you're cut open. So it's like, there's a lot that goes on with our bodies too, but uh, I don't know if I'm like, I don't think I like emotionally like mourned my vagina. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, fair. I would emotionally mourn my penis if something, <laughs> yeah, I would. it would be a rough, a rough go well, for a while. It's just your little, it's just your little guys though. Your balls. It's like, not when you, when you get a vasectomy at least that's the only, they don't touch your. Yeah. I mean, I hope you don't yeah. call Tanner's little guys. Cause I'm sure he's not going <laughs> to like that too much, but, um, yeah, I think our time is running out. We should really just leave off on that, I guess, on that. Uh, Jade, uh, so actually I wanted, because I was going to say Jade Roper Tolbert. Is that, do you go by Roper Tolbert? Yeah, I go by, I go by Jade Roper. I go by Jade Roper Tolbert. I go by Jade Tolbert. I'm like, I, I don't know. They all just flow together, whatever, to me. Like, legally, I'm still Jade Roper, but it all is the same. Because we were talking about uh, Trista, when we had Trista on the podcast, it was like, oh, Trista Sutter. And then I was like, Trista, what is your maiden name? She And she, it was weird to think about for her because she's like, yeah, for it was Trista Ryan, I think it is. But mm -hmm. uh, she was saying how like, yeah, she was that person for 30 years. In the past 20 years, she's been Trista Sutter. And it's like, yeah, that is weird. But I guess it's because Ashley hyphenates. So it's like she'll always kind of have like the Iconetti name in there. And if you do the same, then you always have Roper in there. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't matter to me. Some people are like, does it does it bother you that your kids have Tolbert and your last name is legally still Roper? Like it's not the same on like medical papers mm. or, you know, passports and stuff. And I was like, I don't know. Does that supposed is this supposed to bother me? Like I, my kids are my kids. I, the name yeah. to me, I like I like I am a Roper. So mm -hmm. and I and I know like I'm married and we have a union and my children have my husband's last name. But to me, it doesn't really bother me. Yeah. You, do you? Well, the reason you, it got brought up is because I was talking uh, a quick story because I told it on the last podcast, but I went to dinner with my brother-in-law and my sister and their niece was there. And I was like, oh, she's such a haven. Ha, 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 ha. And my brother was like, bro, she's O'Leary. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. That's right. She's not a haven. That's the weirdest shit ever. So that was like <laughs> when I was like, oh, wow. I wonder if it's weird for, you know, Ashley to be like, Ashley, are you... I guess you're still an Iconetti, but like you're actually a Haven. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it just I don't know. It's all the same to me. Are you taking Dean's? Oh, no, you you guys are doing a, a different name together, right, Kaylin? Yeah, yeah, we um, his mom's maiden name is Belle. So we're going to take that. I love and that. both change your last names. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I'm excited. And our friends actually they just got married and my friend did not want to change her last name. And they're going to she wants to have like five kids. She wants to alternate who takes each last name. So like start with the husband and then the next one would take her last name and just keep alternating. Really? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, it is different. I don't know how it'll work, but. I think it's like, I mean, I, I do think it's still traditional that people take the husband's last name more commonly with, um, like, I don't know. I think it is more traditional, but I, I feel like more people just aren't carrying it as i don't know maybe that's just me maybe i just like no you're right i think it's not as much of a discussion anymore yeah i, I don't know. know why kaylin you when you brought that up it reminded me of like the difference between a, like a kardashian and jenner even though that's two different dads <laughs> yeah. so i was like oh, yeah. i feel like they're the same but not <laughs> yeah anyway, uh jade you're fantastic thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today help we suck at being newlyweds 
so crazy to know that's the title now. Um, you're awesome. So, uh, Jade, obviously everybody should be following you on Instagram because you're wonderful, uh, where you give a lot of mom advice, but I know you used to have a podcast and I didn't know if that was on hiatus and if that's coming back, uh, with Carly. Um, what, what is the status on that? We are not doing the podcast as of right now. I don't know. It was, we were going to take a summer off and then it kind of just turned into a longer ex extended break. So I don't know. We're kind of, I think like, I feel like Carly's kind of in a different place in her life. Mm -hmm. Like our, our podcast was such a podcast about babies and newborns and being like a mom of, of young kids. And so I think it's kind of like how you guys, you rebranded your podcast because you're in a different stage of life now. And so I don't know. I, I enjoy podcasting and talking and to others and connecting with others, but I don't know what's happening with it. So, well, I hope you guys do it because I think, um, or that you do something. Cause I think Jade, you are someone, um, in the like mommy world. So we're, I don't mean it like that, but you're just someone who I think a lot of people look up to, uh, and inspired to be a mom like you. So I think that, um, you would, you, it would, it would, a lot of people would love to hear your opinion on things. That's all. Yeah. You have oh, a lot of great thank advice. You. Thank you. I think it's, it's definitely my passion. I like talking about being a mom and, and, you know, everyone has a different life and a different perspective and different, you know, backgrounds of where they came from and how they raised their children. But I just love connecting and peeling back some of those layers and just showing like, the realness and the rawness of what it is to be a mom in society nowadays. So. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, well, Jade, thank you so much. You're amazing. Once again, please come back on soon. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. And I'd love to come back and chat about anything. So I'm always here. Thanks Jade. Amazing. Thank you. Right. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye Jade. Jade is the best. She's like one of the best humans ever. Not going to lie. She's wonderful. That's my first time ever talking to her. She's, she's just like, a breath of fresh air. So kind, so knowledgeable about mom life. Yeah, and she's great. It is weird to think about. I Ashley and I have been very lucky to be a part of the Bachelor franchise for quite some time. And it, you know, I remember at our wedding, it almost felt like sometimes we live two lives where we have like this Bachelor world extravaganza and then we have our, our life in Rhode Island. And I'm sure, Kaylin, you can attest to that as well, where like you go to this, like you have your life with, Dean in Vegas and it's very like, mm -hmm. you know, you go to your grandparents and it's just life. And then you get to go on these incredible Super Bowl trips and like have these awesome opportunities where you get to meet people and like go to these VIP things and you're like, this is wacky. And um, I remember at our wedding, uh, like for the first time, it really felt like where we had so many of our friends from Bachelor, both in front of the camera and behind the camera. And then with my like my family in Rhode Island and like those two worlds colliding under one roof was really cool. And so like it's interesting to me because I obviously have known you and Dean for so long. And I'm like, I've known Jade and Tanner for so long. You guys are both in the bachelor world. And it's just like, oh yeah, you guys have never met. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. It is weird. But also But I feel like I know her. Like I watched her season. I watched her on Paradise and yeah, and I bet she feels wonderful. like she knows you. Yeah, I love the little community. It's sweet. It is sweet. I know it's a weird people. I'm sure ask you all the time, too, about like, is it weird, you know, being a part of like such an incestuous little group? But um, 
I never find it weird. I like, I just, I love it so much. It really is kind of like a family. Yeah. And you just kind of forget about like, honestly, where you came from and the show you came from and, and the past. And then it's like you're the person you're with now. Yeah. Amongst friends. Would you ever think of Dean and Rachel Lindsay weirdly? No, that's so crazy. <laughs> that's the craziest shit ever. Yeah. No. And then he had many other girlfriends, but no, just think about him and me. That's exactly. Fun. Well, that's, oh, trust me, it's the same thing with Ash. Ash dated people on TV and so did I. So, but yeah. like you just get over it. Um, all right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode uh, of help. I almost said help. We suck at being newlyweds. Yeah. Still, it's going to take some time. Yeah, we'll get it. And once, whenever Dean comes back. So Dean's still in Antarctica. We haven't talked about Dean's location at all. Dean is still <laughs> in Antarctica, correct? Yes. Um, he can only text me once a day, so I don't really know what he's up to or what he's doing. <laughs> Hopefully he's safe. Hopefully. Uh, but yeah, but you want to take us out? Yeah. Make sure you tune in next week where maybe we suck just a little bit less. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Great job. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at help we suck at being newlyweds. And email us at newlyweds at iHeartRadio.com. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. We'll see you next time. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining... Dawson's tushy now and it makes me smile now Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies curves and helps provide up to 12 hour protection against leaks so make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now we got you baby Let's get real. No one has time for cold sores, especially when you're juggling weddings, holiday parties, and work functions. If you suffer from cold sores, fever blisters, and outbreaks caused by the herpes virus, Azurex is an all-natural homeopathic treatment that will change your life. Just apply it topically as soon as you feel that familiar first tingle. And when you have an active outbreak, Azurex will soothe the pain and help you heal faster. Order today and use code HELP to save 20% at azzurx.com. Love it or your money back guaranteed. Stop a cold sore before it starts and heal an outbreak faster. Order Azurex today. No one likes to talk about money. Am I saving enough? Can I buy a house? Am I paying too much in taxes? Will I be able to retire? What if you could unlock insights about your finances in less than five minutes with a clear picture of where you stand today and where your money can work harder? Now you can. Visit facet.com to take the free quiz and get your financial wellness score today. That's F-A-C-E-T.com. This ad is sponsored by Facet. Facet Wealth Incorporated is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice.